Welcome to another episode of our Tafsir page by page and inshallah ta'ala today we are on page 56 of the Quran which is in the third Juz Surah Ali Imran. In the previous episode we were speaking about the story of the family of Imran and in particular Maryam alayhi salatu was salam as well as the two prophets Zakariya and Yahya alayhi salam. And in the previous episode where we had left off the uh, or where we had finished the passage of, uh, of verses and as we said, the story of Imran spans a number of pages in the Quran, a number of verses. The passage that we took in the previous episode spoke about how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed Zakariya in old age and the old age of his wife with a child. As a sign from him subhanahu wa ta'ala and as a miracle and that child would be the Prophet of Allah, Yahya alayhi salatu was salam. Zakariya alayhi salam asked Allah azza wa jal for a sign. And the sign that he was given was that he wouldn't be able to speak in terms of everyday conversation and just the ability to speak for three days. However, he would at the same time be allowed to uh, say and verbalize the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He would be allowed to utter the dhikr of Allah azza wa jal, glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and remembering him. And so Allah azza wa jal made this a sign for him, a sign by which he would increase in his contentment and increase in his joy and happiness at this sign or at this blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah azza wa jal then mentioned to us how these stories of Maryam and Isa and Zakariya and Yahya and the family of Imran as well as all of the other stories of the Quran are from the knowledge of the unseen that the Prophet wasallam nor any of the Arabs had witnessed at first hand. They weren't present at the time when Zakariya took custodianship of Maryam. They weren't there at the time when Zakariya was given the glad tidings of a child. They weren't there at the time when Maryam was given her glad tidings of her son. All of this is from the knowledge of the unseen. And that shows that the Prophet ﷺ took this revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that Allah Azza wa gave this as a sign for the truthfulness of his Prophet. ﷺ. Where we had finished uh, in the last episode was there was one verse remaining from the previous page that we're going to include with today's episode, just so that we can have some semblance of order in terms of the verses that we are that we are discussing. And that is verse 45 of Surah Ali Imran. And we're still in the midst of the stories of of Maryam salam. So we finished the part of this of this passage that deals with Zakariya and Yahya. And as we said, the birth of Yahya, it is from the ways in which Maryam salam, or from the inspiration that Zakariya salam, took from Maryam salam. Allah Azza wa Jal then goes back into the story of Maryam and how she is from the greatest women that the world has ever seen. And how she was a woman of devotion, of servitude, of submission to Allah Azza wa Jal in worship. In verse 45, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ إِذْ قَالَتِ الْمَلَائِكَةُ يَا مَرْيَمُ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُبَشِّرُكِ بِكَلِمَةٍ مِّنْهُ اسْمُهُ الْمَسِيحُ عِيسَى بْنُ مَرْيَمَ وَجِيهًا وَجِيهًا فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ وَمِنَ الْمُقَرَّبِينَ The angel said, O Maryam, indeed Allah gives you news of a word for him, from him. 
whose name will be the Messiah, Jesus, son of Mary, who will be held in honor in this world and the next, and who will be from amongst those brought near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is essentially the part of the story in the life of Maryam alayhi salam, and as we mentioned in the previous episode, Allah Azza will repeat this a number of times in the Quran and the most detailed telling of the story will come later on in the story or in the surah that is named after this amazing woman and that is Surah to Maryam. However, here Allah Azza wa tells us that Maryam salam, was essentially given the good news that she would have a child, a son. And that news came in the form of the angels coming to her. And they said to her that indeed Allah Azza wa gives you the glad tidings of a word that will come from him. His name will be the Messiah, Isa, the son of Maryam. The Messiah is in our religion, Al-Masih, is Isa ibn Maryam. And Isa alayhi salatu wassalam, we have two Masihs in our religion, the Masih, who is Isa alayhi salam, and then the false Messiah, or the Antichrist as he is often called. And that is the Masih al-Dajjal, the false Messiah. And so Al-Masih ibn Maryam is the one who came with the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calling to Allah azza wa jal, inviting people to the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the false messiah that will come at the end of time as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us, he will be from the major signs of Yawm al-Qiyamah and its impending impending nature. Uh, the, The false messiah will come with the call that he is God, that he is the one worthy of worship. And that is when, as we know from the Sunnah, that the Prophet Isa will descend back to earth in order to fight and to defeat him. So Al-Masih is Isa ibn Maryam, Isa the son of Mary. Allah calls him one of honor in this world and the next. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honored him in this world uh, by giving him prophethood and, and messengership and so on. And Allah Azza will honor him on Yawm Al-Qiyamah and in the next life because he is from the greatest prophets and messengers of Allah. Alayhim salatu wassalam. Wa min al-muqarrabin. And he was from amongst those brought near to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In verse 46, Allah Azza gives us another description or further descriptions of Isa alayhi salam. And he says, he will speak to people in his infancy and in adulthood, and he will be from the righteous. From the greatest signs of Isa والسلام, as we know, is that he was given a virgin birth, meaning that his mother Maryam uh, wasn't touched by any human, as, as we will see. Uh, in the in the forthcoming verses, she didn't have a husband. She wasn't touched by a man in an intimate way, and so therefore Allah Azza wa Jal gave to her a child without any father, and that is from the signs and the miracles of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. But Isa Alayhi was given further miracles that Allah Azza wa Jal will now mention in this passage of Surah Al Imran. From amongst those miracles is that Isa Alayhi is from the children that spoke in the cradle. As a baby, he spoke. Not everyone knows that a child doesn't normally speak until they reach a certain age. One and a half years, two years, they start to form, form words and so on. And now they start to learn the, the ability to speak. Speech comes to them at that age. But a newborn baby being able to speak, that is something which is unheard of. However, we know from the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam that there were a number of babies that were given that ability by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From amongst them, as Allah mentions here in the Quran, is this Prophet of Allah, Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. He spoke from the cradle, from being a baby. And Allah will mention this in more detail in Surah Maryam. And that is that he essentially spoke to show the innocence of his mother when the people came and they started to cast aspersions concerning her honor and her chastity and modesty. He spoke 
alayhi salatu by the ability that Allah gave to him. So he's speaking as a child is from the signs of Allah. It is from the miracles of Allah to show the truthfulness of and the piety of both mother and son. Wakahla and he will also speak in adulthood. And this is the type of a different type of speech, and this is the speech of revelation, the speech of inviting people to Allah Azza wa conveying the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala according to the Tawheed of Allah Azza wa instructing people to follow the revelation that was given to him, the gospel, the Injil. This is the two types of speech, and Allah Azza wa mentions both of them because both of them are pious and good and righteous in their own way. One is a sign and a miracle from Allah Azza wa Jal, and the second is calling to the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which shows to us therefore that Allah Azza wa doesn't praise any and every speech. He praises the speech that is beneficial, that is good, that is pleasing to him. And he was from amongst the righteous alayhi salatu was salam. Maryam alayhi salam, when she is given this good news, much as Zakariya did when he was given similar good news concerning his son, Maryam alayhi salam also questions how this is possible. And the amazement of Maryam is like the amazement of Zakaria, but also different. Both of them are amazed because it is something which is out of the ordinary. But in the, in the case of Maryam السلام, it is not only out of the ordinary, because you do get cases, you know, even in our time now, where a woman may, for example, be in her 50s, maybe even her 60s, and she gives birth. It is extremely rare, but there are cases that are documented. But in the case of Maryam السلام, it is not even a case of, oh, she's past the normal age of childbearing or what have you. It is a case of there was no male involved. And so it is a miraculous birth. Allah Azza wa Jalla says in verse 47, She said, My Lord, how can I have a son when no man has touched me? The angel replied, this is how Allah Azza wa creates what he wants when he ordains something. He only says, be and it is. So Maryam السلام, when she is given this glad tiding by the angels that Allah has decreed that you will have a son. He will be the Messiah. This is his description. This is what will happen. He will become from the greatest of Allah's prophets and messengers السلام, She questions in amazement, again, not out of a lack of belief or out of doubt in Allah Azza wa and his abilities, but simply because it is a human reaction that someone, if they were to be given this type of news, that doesn't mean that that person is a disbeliever or they doubt. It is just a human reaction. How can this be? And so she says, how can I have a son when no man has touched me? Maryam السلام, never married. And she had no male partner. And so therefore, how can this be something which is possible? They replied, Allah creates whatever he wills. Allah Azza created Adam, no father, no mother. And Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala created everything in the heavens and the earth without any blueprint for such an existence before. The heavens, there's no heavens before Allah Azza created the heavens. Allah Azza created the trees and the first tree that was created, there was no trees before that tree. The first ocean, there's no ocean. There's no blueprint for this stuff because if you have a blueprint and it is something that you're recreating, even that is difficult. But to come up and originate the idea without blueprint, without any precedence, and then to, or precedent, and then to create that, that is something which is the the ability and the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah creates as He wills. And then Allah gives us this universal qa'idah, this universal principle. إِذَا قَضَى أَمْرًا 
that if Allah Azza wa Jal decrees, ordains for something to come into existence, he simply has to say, kun fayakun, be and it is. We know in the sunnah, in a number of hadith of the Prophet وسلم, and even some of the verses in the Quran, that Allah Azza wa Jal says that he created certain things by his hand subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if Allah Azza wa Jal only has to say be and it is, He only has to give the command and say be, meaning come into existence and it comes into existence, then why did Allah Azza wa Jal choose to create certain things with His own hands? Like for example, our father Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. And the scholars say that is to give added honor to those things, to show the importance of them and to honor them further. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honored humankind by creating our, our, our forefather, our first ancestor, Adam والسلام, by his own hands, to show that if humans turn in worship to Allah and obey him, they will be given the elevated and honored status. And all humans have a sanctity that is attached to them as a result of that, uh, that creation of Adam. But the general rule and principle is that if Allah wants something to be, he simply has to give a command. So it's not like that it will take Allah years to come up with the idea, then years to test, then years to prototype, then years to actually manufacture and build and create. It is a process of years and years and years before it takes place. No. Rather Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could simply have cast it to be or commanded it to be and it would have been. And so Allah does as He pleases subhanahu wa ta'ala. If He wishes something to come into existence, He simply gives a command and it will be. Allah Azza wa says concerning Isa alayhi salam, going on to how Isa alayhi salatu salam will be, he says, وَيُعَلِّمُهُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةَ وَالتَّوْرَاةَ وَالْإِنْجِيلِ Allah Azza wa will teach him the scripture and wisdom, and he will teach them the Torah and the gospel and the Injil. And so Allah Azza wa as he does with all of the prophets, he gives to them knowledge and he gives to them wisdom. And that is why they are the greatest of Allah's creation. And they are role models for their peoples and their nations that they follow in their footsteps, that they take guidance from them, and that they find a path towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through them. And Allah Azza wa would teach Isa salam the Torah and the Injil. The Torah is the one that was given to Musa salatu salam. The Injil is the revelation that was given to Isa salam. The Injil essentially comes and it changes some of the laws of the Torah. It changes some of the aspects that Allah Azza revealed in the Torah. And that is why till today, Christians accept what they call the Old Testament and the New Testament. And together, they make the Bible. The Old Testament is what is considered to be the revelation of Moses, Musa. And the New Revelation or the New Testament is considered to be the revelation of Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. And so, as we know, in, for us as Muslims, they have been changed and distorted. However, when Isa Islam was given that revelation, which was the pure, pristine revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it amended some of the laws that Allah Azza wa had descended or revealed to Musa, and he made certain changes. However, its base is still considered to be the Torah. And that is why Allah Azza wa says that we taught him both, the Torah and the Injil. In verse 49, Allah Azza wa then continues with some of the signs that were given to Isa salam. And that is that Allah Azzawajal says, وَرَسُولًا إِلَىٰ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ أَنِّي قَدْ جِئْتُكُمْ مِآيَةٍ مِّنْ رَبِّكُمْ Allah says, and we sent him as a messenger to Bani Israel, to the children of Israel, saying to them, I have come to you with a sign from your Lord. So these are from the miracles that Allah Azzawajal gave to Isa alayhi salam. أَنِّي أَخْلُقُ لَكُمْ مِنَ الطِّينِ كَهَيْئَةِ الطَّيْرِ فَأَنْفُخُ فِيهِ فَيَكُونُ طَيْرًا بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ 
وأبرئ الأكمه والأبرص وأحيي الموتى بإذن الله وأنبئكم بما تأكلون وما تدخرون في بيوتكم إن في ذلك لآية لكم إن كنتم مؤمنين Allah Azzawajal says that we sent Isa as a messenger to the children of Israel saying, I have come to you with a sign from your Lord. I will make the shape of a bird for you out of clay, then breathe into it and with Allah's permission, it will become a real life bird. I will heal the blind and the leper and bring the dead back to life with Allah's permission. I will tell you what you may eat and what you may store up in your houses. There is truly in this a sign for you if you are believers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that from the signs that is Ibn Israel were given concerning the truthfulness of Isa alayhi salatu wasalam because we know when Isa alayhi salam comes, his followers are few initially. And the majority of the people of Bani Israel rejected him. They refused him. And that is why till today the Jews, for example, don't believe in Isa alayhi salam just as like they don't believe in the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasalam. They do not consider those two individuals to have been prophets and messengers of Allah. And just as the Christians likewise don't consider the Prophet ﷺ, the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ, to be a messenger of Allah. So he came with signs that Allah gave to miracles, just as each and every single messenger was given miracles to show the truthfulness of their message and that they were sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From those miracles are some that we have mentioned, the virgin birth, and from them is the ability that he had to speak as a baby. But these are now signs after he has become a prophet of Allah. Those miracles are at the time of his birth. They are signs that Allah gave for Maryam and Isa. But now that he has been given prophethood, as Allah says in the previous verse that we taught him the book and the wisdom, the Torah and the Injil, meaning that now we have appointed him as a prophet, given him revelation, told him to convey the message of Allah Isa is given a number of miracles from them is that he would shape the bird out of clay. He would make the form of a bird out of clay. So he would mold it and fashion it in the shape of a bird. And it's out of clay. It's not living. And then he would breathe into it. And by Allah's permission, it would become a real life bird and it will fly away. That is from the signs that Allah gave. And that's obviously something which is beyond the purview of normal human endeavor and interaction and effort that is from the sign from the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the signs of Allah azawajal is that he would cure the blind al-akmah al-akmah is the one who doesn't have pupils in his eye he's blind but some people are blind but they have their eyes function they look normal but they just can't see and they can't use them the akmah is the one who is blind and he doesn't have fully formed eyes in the sense that he is completely white doesn't have doesn't have anything in his in his in his eyeball in terms of a pupil and iris and so on he is the one that is called akmah he would wipe over this person and by the permission of Allah he would be able to see again. Well, Abras and the leper, and we know that leprosy was one of the major afflictions in times gone past. Alhamdulillah, in our time, it is not so common and not so, uh, not as widespread as it used to be. But in the time of Isa, in fact, for many, many, uh, many, many generations of history, leprosy was a major, major affliction that people were afflicted with that would deform the body and cause major issues. And so from the signs that Allah gave to Isa from his miracles is that he would cure the leper. And by the permission of Allah, he would bring the dead back to life by Allah's permission for a short time and then they would pass away again. All of these Allah says, as you can see in the Quran, that as he's giving these signs, what's he saying? By Allah's permission, by Allah's permission, by Allah's permission. And this is an important aspect for us to understand that Allah 
when he gives these miracles to the prophets and messengers, and when he gives any blessing to any, any one of us, it is important to acknowledge that the source of that blessing or the source of that miracle is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Isa salam doesn't go around curing the blind and the leper and, and creating these bird forms and so on and saying, it's me, it's all me, I'm the one. And this is the mistake that was made by certain nations and certain religions that they took those personalities and they elevated them above the status that they deserved, essentially giving them divinity. And that shows to you how when something like a miracle, which is a sign of Allah, if it is not taken with Iman and understood in its context, it has the potential to become misguidance. Because for, as we know, many Christians, Jesus is considered to be the Son of God. He is essentially given a divine nature. He is considered to be a God in his own right. And that is something which obviously goes against our teachings as, as Muslims, and it goes against our religion. Isa is one of the greatest prophets and messengers of Allah and he has a great deal of love and respect that we have for him and it is from our iman and our belief that he will return at the end of time to fight the anti-Christ or the false messiah, the Dajjal. However, that doesn't make him a god, doesn't make him and elevate him above his status. Because Isa is saying himself, all of this I do by Allah's permission. Allah gave me the ability to do this as a sign that I am his messenger and prophet that you should follow me as an example, not worship me, but follow me in the way that I worship the one true God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I will inform you that which you eat and that which you store in your houses. And that is from the signs that Allah gave to the Prophet, to the prophet Isa salatu wasalam, that he would tell them that which they were consuming and that which they were devouring. And that is also from the, the knowledge of the unseen. No one really knows what's going on behind someone's closed doors, what they have in their homes, what they're doing, what they're not doing. And so this is from the signs that Allah gave. And that is why he says at the end, Indeed, within this, there is a sign for those of you who truly believe. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends this messenger, this Prophet والسلام, with the message to call people to the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives to him a number of miracles. But just as with many of the prophets and messengers of Allah, he was dealt with or he was uh, faced with rejection apart from those people who followed him from his disciples and from his followers. The vast majority of his people rejected him despite those signs and despite those miracles. Just as our Prophet وسلم, despite the many miracles and signs that he was sent with by Allah not least of which was the book of Allah the Quran, the Quraysh and many of the Arabs for a long period of time rejected him and they rejected his call to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In verse number 50, Allah says that he continues, uh, meaning Isa telling his people that along with these signs that Allah gave to him, he has come with the laws of Allah and with the instructions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says, وَمُصَدِّقًا لِمَا بَيْنَ يَدَيَّ مِنَ التَّوْرَاتِ وَلِأُحِلَّ لَكُمْ بَعْضَ الَّذِي حُرِّمَ عَلَيْكُمْ وَجِئْتُكُمْ بِآيَةٍ مِّنْ رَبِّكُمْ وَجِئْتُكُمْ بِآيَةٍ مِّنْ رَبِّكُمْ فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَأَطِيعُونَ I have come to confirm the truth of the Torah which preceded me and to make some things lawful to you which used to be forbidden. I have come to you with a sign from your Lord, so be mindful of Allah and obey me. So Isa said that I have come, Allah has sent me as an extension to the Torah, as a, an extension to that which preceded me to confirm the truth of the Torah. So Allah gave to Isa the knowledge, as he said to us already, the, of the Torah. 
So he has the knowledge of what was revealed to the Prophet Musa However, the Injil and the sending of Isa comes with some alterations, some amendments, some changes to those laws. And that I should make halal for you some of that which was previously made haram. Because as we know, the laws of Musa were extremely stringent and strict in terms of, for example, the Sabbath and in terms of eating and food and drink and so on. So Allah made things easier for Bani Israel in the time of Isa and for those people that would follow him uh, in, 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 the, in, in, in the path of Allah and in worship of him. I have come to you with a sign from your Lord. Be mindful of Allah and obey me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in verse 51, which is the final verse that we will take in today's episode. And again, it is one verse short of the page, but again, we're going to uh, keep this so that the context, inshallah ta'ala, makes some uh, some sense. In verse number 51, Allah azawajal says, continuing the statements of Isa alayhi salam, that he said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ رَبِّي وَرَبُّكُمْ فَاعْبُدُوهُ هَذَا صِرَاطٌ مُسْتَقِيمٌ Indeed, Allah is my Lord and your Lord, so serve him. That is the straight path. So Allah clearly says that the call of Isa salam, all of these miracles come confirming what was in the Torah, changing the laws or some of the laws of the Torah to what is in the Injil, the Gospel. Allah says that all of this, Isa salam, through all of this, call to Allah He said, indeed, my Lord and your Lord is Allah. Worship Him alone. This is the straight path. And Allah will mention further on in the Quran towards the end of Surah Al-Ma'idah, the statement of how, or the incident, or the uh, Allah Azza wa men relate to us how Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will question Isa and his mother directly as to whether they ever called anyone to their own worship, and they will absolve themselves of that and say that we are free of those people who worshipped us besides Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So here Allah Azza wa says, "What was the call of Isa? Essentially, it is the call of all of the prophets and messengers of Allah." And that is that my Lord, your Lord is Allah. Worship Him alone without any partner. Indeed, that is the path that is straight, meaning the straight path that leads to Allah Azza wa Jal. And with that, we come to the end of today's lesson. Barakallahu feekum wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim.